An Australia without rugby league is not Australia. our society from hundreds of years. It's people's escape, it's people's relaxation and we need to do everything in order to continue that great uh, tradition of rugby league. It has been those Australians who have worked hard every day. They have their dreams, they have their aspirations. Good afternoon, Chris Gale, Dennis Carnahan, our special guest today, Lara Pitt. We're going to be talking double melon or a melon on a melon. <laughs> double falcon. <laughs> double falcon. We'll be talking uh, duck eggs, maybe. Uh, <laughs> we'll be talking Mad Monday, not. At all. And a whole bunch of other stuff here on Fire Up the Quiet Australia. Hey, Chris, uh, a nod from our sponsors, please. Absolutely, Stephen. It is a quiet Australia these days with no Mad Mondays. And uh, I got a little bit noisy, though, last Thursday night. Could I ordered a Doughboy pizza? I made it myself. Yeah, well, yeah. I ordered it myself yeah. and uh, enjoyed the Broncos winning the uh, the wooden spoon. So get on to doughboypizza.com.au and enter the code FIREUP for 20% off. Schadenfreude, Chris, is that the word we're using here? There's a fair bit of Schadenfreude going around at the moment. We might come to the roosters in a moment. And Craig Bellamy. <laughs> Absolutely. And also we send out our thanks to manscaped.com, the yeah. definitive word in yeah. all over male grooming. Is manscaping something you can talk about in public? Uh, increasingly. Is it, is it really like, it's like, you know, I went to hospital and they cut me and did this. You don't do it. You know, manscaping, just keep it to, to your bathroom. Lara you know? begins to blush and <laughs> <No>. giggle. <laughs> my, my father, God bless him, fought in the Second World War. Yeah. In order for us to be able to talk about these freedoms, manscaped.com, <laughs> enter in the code fire up and you'll get 20% off okay. while you're taking the hair off. Rightio. Okay. Now, uh, what, well, it's the end of the season. Is the end of my team, the Dragons? Is it the end of yours, Chris? <laughs> yes, we uh, bid a fond well, farewell to 11 players out of Bankwest Stadium on Saturday 11. night. 11? So we'll get to that soon. <laughs> so I think we call it a mass exodus. Lara, uh, I know it's we're, we're three of us here in a, some minor professional role, major professional, very, mm. very major professional role. Your Dragons are out. Does it really matter to you? Oh, yeah. yeah. And it matters to my children who are already brainwashed mm. and who Great. are still trying to understand the fact that they are not playing ne this weekend. Yes, yes. We have to try and explain to them what once you're out of the top eight. They still yeah. thought at 13th that they were a chance they were of good. playing Mathematically. this weekend. Or, and I don't even know, where did we finish in the end? 12? 12. 12, 12 yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think we came 11th, yeah. which I have to say is an enormous relief not to come ninth. <laughs> but, is, it is... but can we point out that this is... How many years have you missed the uh, top eight? Yes, we haven't been there since this 2011. Is the, this is the ninth year that you've missed the top eight. Yeah, it's a huge ninth. exercise in futility. I just love Dennis because your team, you know, just loving it over there. Just, That's clearly why delighted. you're able to do that. Were you a fan of the wildcard system then, Chris? No. No. No, no. Good. Because no, no. I've always thought maybe just it's a Tigers fan thing. Though you reminded us on one of the many Fox League shows you're on, Lara, the fan, uh, about the year when there was the top ten. You and Boss were talking about uh, finals runs when that, they yes. I think yeah. 1998. Bossy educates me many, many, right. so it's when the, many things. It was, yes. the, it was on the dogs. Miss Lara. Yeah, I think I had to ask him about it. He <laughs> did, he's an almanac. You did three finals run on your episode yes, last we week. Yes, we did. The dogs in '98 yes. didn't win. Uh, who was the uh, oh the Parramatta in 2009 yep. didn't win? Yep. But the Tigers 2005 did win. So thank you for that. But when they brought the two 
Super League and the ARL back together, they had the top 10. Yeah, That's yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. 20 teams halfway. I don't like re- rewarding right. mediocrity. No. Uh, Vossi, on Vossi, we love Vossi. Um, oh. You know, Glenn A. Baker used to be called the rock brain of the universe. Mm. Uh, Vossi is beyond that when it comes to the league brain of the universe. He's genius level, isn't he? He is like a kid in a candy store. <laughs> Every day he comes Sugar to hit. work. It's not Sugar rubbish. Hit. Like You'd think, is he being serious sometimes? Like yeah. with, the, with the level of enthusiasm, I want to drink he, what he's drinking every day. Yeah, exactly. But I love my job, but I still can't sell it the way he sells it. Like, <laughs> the, only, seriously. the only person I've seen that's that's on the same level is actually Johnny Gibbs. Johnny Gibbs, he, he comes up, he'll pull out a statistic and you sit there, where, where's he reading that from? He just knows it. Mm-hmm. And he... He can't speak on radio. You're, not, you're meant to be sitting there. He gets up and he is tactile and he cannot speak without having his hands yeah. on the commentator. Yeah. Without being a great around. repository for those sorts of brains. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we actually saw Vossi on Parramatta uh, out of the Parramatta Tigers game on Saturday night. We we're in the car park, and Braith arrived and Vossi both in the immaculate fox suits. Yeah. And they kind of run the gauntlet, right? Because you know fanboys like us want to stop them. <laughs> yeah. And they're hard to catch up with. And I was with Tigers fan Big T, and he said. Andrew, I just need to shake your hand. He kindly obliged. Wow, in COVID times. Yeah, slow, that's unbossed. Well, yeah. oh, the, the man might have been an elbow. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, because yeah, yeah. he doesn't like that. He's not a touchy-feely. And, and then I said, oh, 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 uh, Andrew, uh, Chris from Fire Up, um, Dennis is worried whether he's actually ever going to appear on the fan. He just sped up and disappeared. <laughs> no commitment. No, yeah, no so, commitment, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, a, he's so popular. We'll be out filming uh, on various locations for the fan and inevitably someone will drive past. Yeah, bossy, do, do. They love him. I heard him say he was at a, <laughs> you were doing some shooting and that, whoops, there was a bikey funeral that came past <laughs> for someone who'd been murdered and he said, oh, we were a bit nervous and they're a bit scared and then someone walks past and they're all looking pretty sombre and angry and ready to cut loose and it's like, oh, Vossi. <laughs> brighten their lives. Yeah, brighten their lives yeah. up. Is this part of your training though, to run the gauntlet as you get to games because otherwise you'll be signing autographs and doing oh, selfies? Oh, please, no. Seriously? Sometimes you get the odd, oh, there's Lara Pitt or there's Erin <laughs> Molan. I'm like, no, I'm Lara Pitt. <laughs> both blonde, Sorry, but that is it. Um, no, but I'm so, I mean, the, it, it is actually, there's been the odd occasion uh, where a fan will come up and have a chat about uh, when we were doing League Life um, and, and talk about um, how wonderful it is for, uh, it's, this is one thing that st- strikes home with me is when you hear fathers and mothers come up and say, it's so wonderful to have you on our screens talking about footy, um, you know, apart from the fact that their kids now and their daughters now want to watch it, yeah, um, yeah. often their wives want to watch it now and their yeah, husbands yeah, yeah. are very grateful for that. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, that. I mean, that is true. Like, this gender sort of revolution has happened very quickly, hasn't mm-hmm. it, in what was uh, often many male-dominated industries. Mm-hmm. And a lot of, as you, as we all know, a lot of women play and a lot of women watch. Um, and sport, obviously, it's a, as a business, it needs to be open and mm. inclusive. Yeah, but also uh, I think League Life particularly struck home with people because yeah, yeah. we told different stories yes. and we also were able to ask different questions um, mm. and we were interested in different things to maybe what the male-dominated panels were. So, yes. I mean, yeah. you, you had an ability to get to the emotional core of players. We didn't and, mean to make everyone to cry. Get the, no, that was, is that it, the goal? No, it, it, was just, it was just like watching Australian story. I mean, everyone's crying. You've got to cry. But, well, where do you come and, from? And, and, I, and I had the opportunity, I think we were doing a Newtown Jets fundraiser and uh, Yvonne Sampson was there and I, I, I sort of chipped her because I said, you've made us like Ricky Stewart. I mean, because we saw, you know, what he did, autism and his daughter and so forth. Mm. We saw the human side of Ricky, which yep. as a fan, you didn't want to see that and because last you end week, up liking no, the guy. And no. last week on Fire Up, you said, Ricky Stewart, I love you. We were I've, raising, I've we were raising money for the over station. Over and over again, Chris. We were raising so money happy. for the station. He'd say anything. Dennis, I'll, I'll do it for you one more time. <laughs> yeah. I love you, Ricky Stewart. Oh, <laughs> oh, I have to so say, that's I. a big part of this job now. I spoke about 
before we came in here that I used to hate a lot of teams. I used to hate a lot of players. But then when you get to hear their stories, often uh, in what I do, I have that privilege. You realise that you can't actually. No, hate we don't them. want to release the hate. Yeah, you but see. hang on. We're, are there any? Need, are there any that go the other way? We need the distance. The, 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 yeah, the more you interview them, the more you dislike them. I went through a that. Couple. Ex- I went through that experience in 2014 because. Being a Balmain fan, I hate South Sydney for what happened in 1909, correct, Redfern Pat? Never forgive them, right? Never forgive <laughs> Never. them. I mean, you were there. 111 <laughs> years ago, and yes, I was you there. You were there. <laughs> but I happened to be sitting at the grand final against the Bulldogs, mainly predominantly South fans, and grown people, yes, Australian story, legal life, crying. And you go, I get it. You know, I, I, I get the pain you've suffered, and I get the release and the joy, and you just start to like them a little bit more. Now, this is all. Let's cut this bullshit, right? <laughs> let's get into the. First of all, we expect a, a fairy tale finish at the end of the year, and what was a twenty rounds instead of twenty six? It was a really weird year. Uh, we St George fans had it tough from beginning to end. You know, mm. little tick at the end. But the Cinderella farewell story didn't go to plan for most of them, did it? I mean, we know that Adam Blair got the haka. It was a beautiful moment. Yes, much loved man. Goosebumps. Goosebump time. Yep. Yeah, but many didn't. Benji Marshall. Let's start with him. Well. It was an interesting situation. Uh, as I said, uh, it was a mass exodus for the Tigers as we were sort of clearing house. And then there were people, there were actually people who were, were retiring from the Tigers. You didn't know. I said, I didn't know, played for us. <laughs> you know, I didn't recognise any of these guys. Uh, and then, but, so you had the, uh, if we've got for the video, we've got the, the Chris Lawrence face mask and the Benji Marshall farewell yes, poster. Yes, yes. And then there was a little farewell card. Yeah, yes, well. yes, Should yes. we put them on? Yeah, why not? I'd love one of those. I yeah. would only do this for Chris. <laughs> oh, I've given too many away. That's a nice guy. But you also, they had cookies. They had iced yeah. cookies, which I didn't get any of. And iced cookies, you know, for what I, reason? Well, th- with, with Chris and Benji on them, with like a little yin and yang and, and white and orange and, See, that's, and Chris that, and Benji. That's taxpayer money the ABC's spending. <laughs> no, that wasn't the ABC. There's a Tigers oh, really? did it. Oh, right. It was your membership money. It was yeah. your sponsorship dollar. And, and, and look, I didn't get any. And look, I, I was um, really fortunate to be Chris's player sponsor for about six years. Yes, and yes. Kath and Emma and just like... Lovely uh, man, right? Terrific. Here right? we go again. Yeah, and it was just it was it was a picture perfect perfect send off as they did the lap of honour. But yeah. Benji, of course, who had sustained three injuries in the one tackle, yeah, 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 head, ribs, and knee, so couldn't play the farewell game. No, HIA was okay for that, but couldn't get back on the field. And, and fair to him, he doesn't see it as a farewell game, does he? No, because he's not retiring. No, and right. also because of the way he was punted, not told. Did he read it in the went paper? Went to the press. Did the yes. The... Didn't bring his family. His family were not there, mm. um, but he did use uh, the Fox League coverage to pitch a job, actually. And he sort of described, he said, and I agree with him, he says, Tack was as good this year as it's pretty much ever been. Mm. Sort of brushed over the defensive liabilities a little bit and says, how am I selling myself? So, <laughs> so for Benji, it's the next step, and it's a terrific journey, and uh, it just was a slightly odd farewell, though, I thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I feel like he had one already. Didn't well, he? Yeah. <laughs> he didn't end well last time. Yeah, but, <laughs> That's one thing I, you know, there was a couple of farewells and, and, and admittedly the big thing is he didn't want to go. I that, think he wanted to go out yeah. on his own terms and Benji is such a, he's the heart and soul of that team and it's just sad. I think the fans would have liked 10, to see 10,000 signatures on the petition not to go. I surely if you've only got one year go. left and you like Cameron Smith, you'd want to just finish where you were. Yeah. Wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah. And especially because he's probably not on the coin that a lot of those players that aren't performing yeah. are on. Which is, the, yeah. which is why I, because if we talk about Cameron Smith, who, yeah. I think the clock is he's now about 962 days since his first testimonial in farewell. <laughs> uh, 
If he's the most evil entity at the moment for mine, Ivan Cleary, the most evil man in rugby league, right. largely, largely for the legacy yeah. he left when he got off the bus oh, at Penrith. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. Wow. I mean, with that hair. So and this is the hate. Oh, you the blowing, the, hate the blowing of the kisses, okay. the pointing of the scoreboard. I go like South fans, but what clear, I mean, honestly, he got off the bus at Penrith. Is that, and what's even worse is that he's having success at Penrith that he didn't give you, <laughs> that you were due at the West Tigers. You want to know the thing that made me most furious this year with Cleary? And let me tell you, there's a long list. It's when they were down 6-0 early to us, and right, and Penrith had been behind on the scoreboard for like months or something and he goes you know it was it was good for us to be tested to be put in a different environment see how the boys responded and i was very and that's more animation than ivan has obviously anyway oh my goodness anyway, hey, chris lawrence and benji marshall I feel like we need some therapy there are a lot of stories this week but i think <laughs> that's the, what this is the big <laughs> one was the chooks and i don't know if we've exhausted that yet well, I don't think we have, and I think... Uh, I want to say hello to all my Chook friends. You know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They're How delightful was that? No one's answering their phones. Quiet. Do you find yeah. that they aren't answering their phones this week? Yes. I, I, Charlie Lambert, how are you, Brad chap? Adam, hello. I, I, I'm on a Chook's Should WhatsApp line. I don't know if you do uh, WhatsApp with fellow Dragons fans, but after 10 minutes, it was, oh, gosh, I love Josh Morris and how good are we and whatever. Yeah. And by about the 20-minute mark, the expletives... People leaving the conversation, the fury, <laughs> and it just it ended in a crescendo, which I think we have a little bit of audio of here. For it. The, the, it. the Rabbits fans want blood. They want sixty, Andrew. So you're telling me up at Nana Glen, Russell Crowe is half naked, yelling at the moon. Yeah, <laughs> he's just like yes, he is. He's, he's just like, gone wild. <laughs> <laughs> For 60, Rydert, he's got it! They've declared their innings at 60. It is a wipeout. <laughs> you can't top that. You can't top that. See, you can like South. You can. I, yeah, absolutely. I, I was going for South, I have to say. <laughs> oh. the, the, the only it was a surreal game, wasn't it? Absolutely surreal. It was they fantastic. Just, just, like, the Roosters had it. Oh, Done for deal. 10 minutes. Oh, I'm sitting there. The first there? few minutes, sideline, I think I turned to Ralph um, yep. and I said, oh, oh the Rabbitohs are terrible. Look at, their, look at their forwards. They yep. can't get back in their attack. Like, you look at them. They're just slow. No, they're terrible. I thought they were done. I've seen no analysis of this apart from a certain Rabbitohs chat room. The change in the game was when Mark Nichols came on. Oh, uh, yeah. No one knows it. Nosy Nichols. The, the Peter Cusack of his time. The, he came on and he changed the game. He had one try disallowed. This is a try-scoring freak who scored two tries this year. He's gone try, try assist, try, try assist. I thought <laughs> the turning point years. was when, when Sonny Bill came on. No, no, no. He's a, no, it was, it was Nosy Nichols. Watch out for Nosy in the final. I'm just joking. He's, gonna, he's just that... You know, yeah. he gets the ball and he just goes forward yeah. eight metres yeah. and gets tackled. Yeah. And that's his job. But that's what they needed yeah. at the time. Eight yeah. metres forward, tackled. Well, I was at the straight. game the week before when they got absolutely embarrassed by the last place Bulldogs to then who then weren't the last place Bulldogs <laughs> after that. But um, I remember speaking to um, Damien Cook straight after the game and he said it was a wake-up call. And then I spoke to a few people at South during the week and it was like, what happened in that mm -hmm, game? Mm -hmm. And they just said um, that it's almost like they went out there and thought someone else was going to do it for them. And that's been their problem all year. They can yeah. put a big score on, not 60, but if well, you look actually, at them, Actually, they can. Yeah, but if you look... If, but once, right? So yeah. if I then I went back and I looked at their whole season. They've done it uh, every four... Roughly every four weeks, they put on a big score. Mm. And then the next couple of weeks after that, they're in either in a tight loss yes. or a loss. Yeah. A tight loss or a tight win, sorry. So mm. they have this ability where Cody has a cracker yeah. and they have this incredible... Everyone's like, wow, wow, you know, so excited yeah. by them. But they haven't been able to do that 
every single week. See, Cody's been talking up nosy nickels. Cody's been <laughs> saying, oh, he's a, he's a scoring, try yeah. scoring freak. Can Loving I just, him. I say, I like, I like when Cook said, wake up call. I'm, uh, I actually go to Roosters season tickets with friends as part of a um, community service order. I'm actually, yeah, just a... I got to go to the Roosters <laughs> games, and there's a guy behind us who always yells out, "Wake what? up, Roosters!" And That's I, his thing, is it? And it always strikes me as like, I think they are awake. I mean, but also, I, I think not man. The thing is, traditionally, that's the job of the rooster is to wake you up. Yes, the rooster crows well, we, in the morning. What we the have hell? a scoop, though, don't we? Because we've claimed, obviously, this Mount Kilimanjaro speech has never failed yet. Yeah. But it's been put to rest, apparently, later. Yeah, I, I've been told there's a different story. There's a new one coming. There's a new story that's been building. A new narrative. That's, right. a new Come narrative on, a narrative. Is it biblical? Uh, no, but it's, it's to do with Sydney. So you know how ah. Robbo is very big on yes. the story. So yes. Mount Kilimanjaro was what he did in the off-season, yes. I believe. Yes. But this is something to do with bringing home the message we that the roosters wait. are Sydney. So right. The roosters some... are Sydney. <laughs> I, I think it's around now. That's what I'm taking yeah. from I, it. I'm, but I'm, it's... I'm, I'm feeling Sydney Olympic torch relay. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. By the way, eventually the players... Do you think Cathy Freeman might be involved? Well, hey? well yeah, because it's all about those kind of things, those right? Things, the anniversaries. Things, yeah. he, he's <laughs> apparently got someone in to talk about this this and... Uh, surely Cathy wouldn't year. be a Roosters fan. Surely not. Surely not. No, my, my only mail on this, well, first She's of all... North, is she North Coast? I thought she... Mm. You're Queensland originally, I think, yeah. A Queensland, I she's too young. Melbourne, yeah. so yeah. I have no <laughs> She lives in Melbourne now. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Yes, okay. But uh, my only comments on uh, this was, uh, first of all, eventually the players are going to twig. Yeah. When Robbo would come in on game day and give a speech that begins tomorrow's game day, <laughs> which was the Kilimanjaro speech. Well, so they eventually worked that out. Yes, yeah, so I think that was actually the problem on this game, <laughs> yeah, yeah. was, was that he was gave it on the day. That's yeah. right. That's right. Previously, he'd give, at the captain's the run, he'd say tomorrow's game day. So the speech was at captain's run. Yeah. He gave it on the day. But, but the changes... Ah, so they're all like, oh, sweet. Uh, tomorrow. Got to get an early night tonight. Let's, yeah, yeah. Let's take it easy. <laughs> oh, we've got a captain's running against the rabbit. We're not awake okay. anymore. Have a run, Cody. It's all oh, good. I always yeah. say it was amazing that it worked up in North Queensland because it was actually game day and it was subtropical and he yeah. gave a speech that he gave on a freezing mountain. But, yeah. but already the narrative's changing because Sonny Bill has been interviewed and he describes this Friday's game against Penrith as our little Mount Everest. Little Mount Everest. So we're moving on. Right. And of course, Mount Everest has featured very heavily on your show on the all year, Lara. Yes. I the don't question, the trick about. question. What was the oh. tallest mount before Mount Everest was <laughs> discovered? What was the tallest mountain in the world? Oh, I said known tallest mountain. Yeah. yeah. What, yeah. what is it? Oh, K2? <laughs> no. Before Mount Everest was discovered. Mount was... Kilimanjaro. No. <laughs> Mount Kosciuszko was usually the answer. That was usually the answer. <laughs> but no, the trick question is, guys. Yeah. Mount Everest was still the tallest. It just of hadn't been it discovered. Is. Yes. Yeah, we don't. But know. we ask every rugby league said, player uh, this question. But you actually no, you did projected. Come out. Yeah, you no, projected. I did. So they scratched their head. They go. Oh, they all came up with Mount Kosciuszko. I don't know why they think Mount Kosciuszko is even in the same ballpark. We had a mountaineer on last week. And, and discussed exactly that. <laughs> yeah, right. And he said, um, but with, the theory was that they're thinking it's a trick question. Yeah. There's so many mountains in the world. There what must other be mountains somewhere do I here. know? Let's call it. Now, yeah. for my understanding, Mount, Kosios, Mount Kosciuszko is 2,800 metres. Um, Everest about 6.5 kilometres. Yeah. yeah. So it's a long way from second. Yeah. I climbed thought. it on my year five school camp. It's <laughs> no way that it's anywhere near. Did you go to Blue Lake, sir? <laughs> I don't remember. So where is little Mount Everest? <laughs> Penrith. It's the first of the Blue Mountains. It's actually it's the foothills. If you go into the Panthers World yeah. of Entertainment, you they go got past the, the little Pharaoh, the little the little pyramid. <laughs> they got oh. they got Aqua Golf. 
<laughs> Reactor One, I think, is still there, the nightclub, and the actual first With pillar the on the way up to the... And, <laughs> they've got the... and they've got the Roy Simmons Lifestyle Retirement yeah. Centre. Yeah. yeah, they're just building and it. And the Centre oh. of Excellence. And the Rugby League Academy. Let's have a break. We'll come back in a minute with Quiet Australia here. Fire up. Lara Pitt, Dennis Carnahan, Chris Gale, myself, Stephen Ferris. News vest quiz. It's Pavarotti who brings it back. And he plays it quickly as well. 25 metres out, Graham. If you're as good as he, you say he is opera singing, <laughs> what is he doing playing in the front row? I don't know. Hello. Stephen Dennis Lara, welcome back to Fire Up's Quiet Australia. Thank you, Chris. So smooth, Chris. Thank you very much. It uh, sort of takes me back to my commercial radio days back uh, in the Keating administration. Last year. <laughs> One thing we like to do is give due credit to our sponsors. And this uh, year we've been joined by Manscaped.com that, the final definitive word. The last word. All over male grooming. Mm. I have a friend of mine who pointed out that he's a big fan of the SBS show, uh, yes. which is made by German television called Adam Seeks Eve, Promise in Paradise. <laughs> and it's a dating show where everybody is naked. And let me tell you... Do you remember the Naked News? <laughs> I do remember the Naked News on the Comedy Channel. And it's fair to say that the gentlemen, not as scary to be seen. And they're obviously, they could do this really safely and comfortably if they go for Manscaped. Yes. So get onto manscaped.com, put in the code FIREUP, you get 20% off. Right now, they're offering the perfect package 3.0. Yeah. Oh. That includes the lawnmower. That's your actual uh, scaper. <laughs> yep. that's, that's, your, that's your main it's, engine. It's waterproof. The sculptor. Skin safe. Skin safe. And an electric trimmer. Yes. Uh, there is the crop preserver, which is the anti-chafing ball deodorant. Oh my goodness. Crop Reviver, <laughs> Ball Toner good? and Refresher. Remember Christmas is coming up, everybody? Yes. And what the Magic Mat, which are disposable shaving mats. And you get free gifts. You get a, the Shed Travel Bag and the Manscaped boxes, which mm -hmm. are anti-chafing. Right. And the really great thing about Manscaped is that their mission is to make a more open and confident male culture that results in guys... I look around the room well, for most of We'll just be honest. That's, that's what men want. Thank you yeah. very much. Do we Absolutely. need it, though? Let's stop making a joke confidence. about it. <laughs> to, to be more proactive about self-care and health. So they've yeah. partnered yeah. with the Testicular Cancer Society, a not-for-profit organisation to raise yeah. awareness about the most common form of right, cancer right. in men, yeah. age 13, oh, 15 to 35, yeah. and provide help and support to fighters, survivors, caregivers, yeah. and roosters fans. And, Lara, just put that thought aside. You've got three young boys. I do. Yeah. I do. Have, I've got to look, I've got to look forward ready. to making them very hygienic, well, and my house is going to stink for the next maybe. two take decades. Out, take so. out some futures. Yeah. Yeah. Let me have a futures plan. Oh, so. I'm just learning how to clean up the toilet mess. Oh. It's going to be amazing. Now, wow. are, are any of them toilet trained? They're all toilet. Well, no, sorry. The new one isn't, but the other two are. But it uh, doesn't mean a thing. We like, had a friend. She a had mess. two kids born exactly one year apart. And the first one, they were over to dinner. He went to the bathroom. And I thought, oh, I was going to go in and, you know. Make it. It was immaculate. Oh. The seat was down. Oh, he'd uh. washed his hands. He'd actually dabbed the sink. Oh. Second one went in, hosed the place, yes. just hosed it out, Clearly came younger. out shaking his hands. Oh, yeah. God. You, know, you know Larry David's uh, secret to a successful relationship? Uh, not living together? Separate bathrooms. Separate bathrooms, yes. yes perfect, I'd like yeah. that. If you can do it, that'd be good. Now, Larry, you're our guest this week. You are mm. beyond triple threat. Um, oh. Degrees in commerce slash business, uh, event management, uh, I don't know if that means triple threat. Sort, yeah. I think that just means I have no idea. <laughs> you have been with uh, Fox Sports since 2007? Six. Six, yeah. Okay. And you've done a number of shows, I imagine, over that period of time. Yeah. Uh, on game, during game, uh, post game. Uh, tell us all about your experiences when you first got there. Was it um, challenging? Did you, did you Was go it difficult? from I went, I went from everywhere. So I was uh, studying and did a number of uh, work experience stints at a number of places, but then at the same time, Fox Sports was starting the newsroom up. So 
Uh, my first gig, actually, my foot in the door moment was mm. in what they call the logging department, which is hugely glamorous. So, <laughs> the logging. Uh, all you basically did was get work and watch sport and yeah. put time codes oh, yeah. down yep. on when big moments happen so wow. that then the news guys could touch. go, what happened overnight at one in the morning in that event? Right. Oh, there was a few stars next to that moment. I'll Essential go have a look. job. Yeah, very important. Yep. So yep. then my 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 uh, plan was once I was in the building doing whatever job it was, they weren't going to get rid of me. Yeah, mm. so started making some uh, meetings up and mm. trying to meet important people in there and eventually harassed my way into the newsroom. Was and there did, a mentor, like to, uh, somebody who actually sort of um, facilitated your career change? I, I met a, a number of um, important people yeah. over the time I was in the logging department and sort of got some advice on what I needed to do. Mm. And um, when I eventually got the job, it was putting the info in the ticker. That was my first job. So I don't know if you remember Fox The info News. and the ticker, I love that. Back in the yeah, beginning, yeah, yeah. you press the red button. I don't know if you remember Fox oh, News. Yeah. You press yeah, the red yeah, button yeah, yeah, and yeah. All, the, yeah. all the news, yeah. what, we, what we were saying, was in yeah. the written word as well. So yeah. I had to, that was my job, just okay. to was put a, all the words. was the last thing to come into HD was Fox Sports News from my memory. Yes. There was a period of time when it wasn't HD and that really upset me. Yeah, yeah, yeah course, well, yeah. then we all looked like you could see that the hair and makeup job that we were doing, which wasn't great. <laughs> Thank you very um, much, yeah. But yeah, so from there, then just became a junior reporter, reporter, presenter, um, yep. Presenting wasn't my thing. I wasn't very uh, confident at all, naturally. What were you aiming for then? Um, I, I just wanted to be a journal, like yeah, be yeah. on the road, write, uh, interview, write stories. Mm. Uh, but then you ultimately... Paul Kent. Oh, yeah, no, hardly. <laughs> hardly Paul Kent. I don't even know how to be uh, an inch of what... You can't be that be. miserable. No. <laughs> Who was your competition then? Um... I feel like we're in a very supportive environment, environment at Fox Sports. Nice. Yeah. Who are your I, colleagues? My <laughs> colleagues. Well, I'd say probably a number of them are still there, which says a lot, I guess. Mm. Jess and I started at the same time, Jessica Yates. Yeah. Um, there's been a lot of people that have gone on to move into other departments or other um, networks, but Nick McArdle was there at the time. Fluffy. Adam yeah. Peacock. Um, uh, Andrew Murdoch. Andrew. Andrew. No, David Murdoch. Sorry. Yeah, do you remember Murdoch? Do you remember him? He was I one don't. of the newsreaders. Ryan no. Phelan was there at yep. the time. Yep. Um, yeah, so uh, Louise Ransom. Anyway, but there was a heap of us. And then eventually I ultimately w or had always wanted to go into rugby league full time. Um, and I felt like that was mostly because when you're in the newsroom, you have to sort of cover a heap of sports and you don't get to sink your teeth into just one. Yep. Um, and, yeah, I, again, was a case of just harassing people um, to Why? get the job. Why rugby league? Well, because I loved it the most. I think I love... A lot of sports, <laughs> but I, the rugby league was my passion and the sport that I followed on and the weekends why, though? the most. Why? What is it Just, about? Uh, Do you have to explain it to an American oh, or, a, or a... Oh, the game? The game, yeah. The drama? The drama? The, the drama, soap the soap opera, <laughs> the game itself, watching it. Um, you know, I, I mean, I think if you sit on the sideline, I don't know if you sat next to me, you're usually upstairs, but yeah. I ride every emotion, even Do now. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm not even invested in any of the teams as, I, as no. much as I was. No, no. But, yeah, I think it just, it's just such a thrill watching the games unfold. That thrill. Okay. Mm. Uh, we all talk about the Cathy Freeman, that race. Mm. You know, what is the rugby league moment equivalent for you? Oh, the 2010 grand final. 2010 grand final. Yeah. We'll get to that. We'll doesn't save that. Bring it. Doesn't that bring a smile yeah. to Stephen's face? Yeah. Is that when Gaz ran out? Was that, yeah. that, 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 I was going to say 2015 and Jonathan Thurston was probably yes. the most exciting grand final I've ever witnessed. Yes, that's true. Yeah. I would have to say I've been to, I was at the 2014 grand final in the South Sydney box. I just happened to be oh, um, nice. with Bob McCarthy, George <laughs> oh, Higgins, wow. and I got to see the emotion wow. on their faces yeah, yeah, yeah. when they won that. And then I was at the Cowboys game up in the stands. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I, I don't think, I don't know if I was at the Sharks game, but um, yeah, I mean, 
I actually can speak a, a lot um, uh, about that Cowboys game yeah. um, as well, and I'm not even a fan, you know, a fan of that no. team. But that was one of the best moments. But even things like after a game when a coach has like a complete meltdown in the press conference, like that's the moment I live for. Yeah. Like right. I, I, I'm not normal. Who has the most meltdowns? I just remember I, they, uh, Ricky for sure. Have Ricky you, has you, had the we've best. We've had this ones. discussion with other journalists that, yeah. that Ricky needs to take you aside. Give you a good slapping to establish that he's Ricky Stewart, and then you're fine. Have you been slapped by Ricky? Is Ricky taking you aside? <laughs> metaphorically, I assume. Yeah, this is metaphorically. This is verbally. I haven't been. Rip- what do we call it? Slapped by Ricky. I've I've had a stoush with Des, but that's mm-hmm. not. Oh, that's easy. Everyone's had one with Des. Um, but I think that with Ricky, like he has the same journos in Canberra at his home games, and you can tell that he's eyeballing them, and a lot of them are scared of him. And that's the feeling I get. They're I saw what you wrote last him. week. Yeah, you asked me that question he, yeah, after what you wrote last week. You expect an answer? Intimidates. God, I love Ricky. <laughs> yeah, I love I love Ricky. Do you might have seen, another one. You might You're have the seen, only one here that hasn't said I love no, Ricky. I have, no, no, no. <laughs> the, the, there was an American journalist that put up Lee's sales interview with uh, yep. Huckabee yep. Sanders Jones, whatever yep. the name is, yep. saying this is what we can't get to do because they cut you out of the picture if you're not going to ask what they want to hear. Mm. Whereas this woman, because she was pushing your book, got sucked in, you know, by so Lee Sars. It was just brutal, wasn't it? Was it? So yeah. Good. Yeah. No, because in America, maybe they don't show, that, maybe they're that, all agenda driven, I don't know, or they're on a different side of politics, yeah, depending but, on. Yeah. Can I ask, because you mentioned Paul Kent, and he's obviously originally. Print journal, right? Well, I mentioned and, and he's, and she didn't. But, but he's clearly an enormous fan of the tradition of sports writing in the United States. So sports journalism in the United States in the written form is is, is advanced on what we're able to achieve here. And similarly in T. Do you agree with that? Uh, is it? I'm not. I'm not across is, how they write it, yeah. over in America. You know, as much, all those it? guys. You know, they get a lot more long form. They get whatever. a lot more long form articles. They get a lot more yeah, respect, okay. actually. You know, mm-hmm. from from you know the general. The ones that here are just Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> well, as we say, <laughs> I can't get no respect. Nick, Nick, Nick Walshaw, the master of the metaphor, and that's yeah. been kind. But, but in, from a television from a television point of view, if you look at ESPN, which itself has gone through some budget difficulties, and Fox has gone through budget difficulties, but is there a desire to sort of be able to advance what you guys are able to do in terms of the depth and the the things that you can make? I think that. I mean, I could be wrong and maybe I've got blinkers on because I work there, but I think that already a lot of that show in particular and Kenty and there is, everyone has their opinion on, you know, on how, what agendas are driven and all those things. I get that. But I think that show does set the agenda already. What, 360, 360. A lot. So yeah. I, I think NRL 360 is the best show on TV and you now are on the Wednesday panel. Mm. Oh, sorry, hard Oops. quiz. No, no, no. <laughs> rugby. Maybe I was saying rugby league show. Oh, I see. Sorry, sorry. Because Raiders fan on it. From, a, <laughs> from the moment it started, you had ostensibly an ex-player and you had a journalist, which changed the the, the orientation of the show. Mm. So you weren't just getting a bunch of ex-players sitting on a couch going, if he runs hard, he'll play good. And and I think that has been a, a real change. And you mm. saw Channel 9 imitate it with 100% footy to a, to a yeah. degree. Yeah. I've had an idea that maybe one thing that you're not covering... Which we're happy to step up for is yes. like, I don't know NRL three six five where it's us and the player agents because if there's one faction that we never see <laughs> on our screens are these player agents these people of mystery faceless. they're in the dark <laughs> faceless spectre, men aren't they? The hey what hard quiz can I just say who would be the four great uh, league brains of the universe who could battle it out on hard quiz oh Ricky Stewart Gus Gould oh Gus Kenty Gus, Ricky Kenty. Um, oh, what about David Middleton? You, so, does it have to be someone who knows numbers and just their chosen? You know, you might say just Canberra Raiders grand finals. 
You can pick your subject. Oh. Yeah. Oh, is this a media person? Because that was there was a guy on. Chris was, was the Raiders fan, and his was special it? subject was, was the Canberra Raiders. <laughs> <missed that one. laughs> and Tom Gleeson said to him, Is it, Do you have any other interests? And he's just beautifully deadpanned, No, no. I just love the Raiders. That's it. <laughs> on the, on the, uh, the two main streams of television coverage that we get, we mm. get the Fox and we get the Nine. Have there been any Anchorman style? Gangland war things, you know, in the in the dirty zone between yeah, yeah, yeah. the two factions, or anything? Um, drunken drunken cross moments, you know. I mean, yeah, um, what happened on the weekend? I we're was leading having, it here, aren't we? I was having fish and chips on the floor at Cogra, and Freddie walked past and told me to get in touch with the Earth. You know, yeah. <laughs> I'll take your shoes Didn't off. Didn't have your shoes on. Gave me yeah. shit for being from the eastern suburbs. You know that kind of he stuff. He can talk. He yeah. can talk. He lives, Be- he lives in Benrath now. Oh, yeah, but, he, he, now. but yeah. he took the coin to go and win. Yeah. He did. I know. Okay, he I didn't think about the time. Like, he's the New South Wales coach. He's all about the Earth. And, he, and, he's, and he's about to run as yeah. Gladys's running partner for the next election. That's our tip. Is it? Oh yeah. He's he's stepping he's put in. Palaszczuk in a, in a place, hasn't he's he? Put Palaszczuk in a place. He's Rushing with the Premier, he's worried that the kids have got nothing to do. Children have to get off screens. When uh, Andrew Webster was talking about the Jared Mullen redemption story, uh, Freddie looks at the camera and goes, but he was dealing drugs, right? So he had to pay for his habit and Freddie goes, drugs are bad. And it just <laughs> just felt like he was setting something up. I don't know. Uh, can, can I ask on, on the fan, Yeah. Uh, which you joined this year? I did join this year. Yep. So uh, I think that's a side of me that people don't get to see is that I am ultimately, I'm not as crazy as Vossi as I've said in yes. terms of the enthusiasm levels, but mm-hmm. ultimately when we're at work and we're chatting and mm-hmm. there's a lot of opportunity to banter, that's also part of the reason why I loved working in the newsroom is that all it is is basically pub banter about sport all day long. I think uh, we're all fans at the end of the day. So yeah. I was yeah. very chuffed when Vossi called me in the off season and invited me to join him on his show. I yeah. then told him I'm pregnant because it was still a secret at the time. And he's like, oh, how did, like, you know how that happens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Haven't you read the literature? Like, you know I'm what like, causes it's it? It's not an accident, yeah. but thank you very much. Um, and normally you would plan your pregnancies for the yes, off season. Yes, I didn't plan that one. So the other two were perfectly timed and this guy, that's why he was a bit like, are you serious? Are you like, Lara, me? come on. Yeah. Um, but then COVID happened. Yes. So everyone was like, you may this happen because yeah. then I had the baby in COVID what, break beautiful. and then I got to, I literally missed, yeah. I reckon two weeks of the competition. Yeah. Right. And, and it's called back. COVID? Yeah, it's, yeah, Hamish COVID pit. Yes. You, you have big influence. I'm going to point out that <laughs> since, you've, Corona. since you've been at Fox Sports, the Tigers haven't won the comp. But um, anyway, yeah, I'm sure there's no quiz. Nor the Raiders. If, if you don't mind, um, one story you did recently that I thought was terrific, which would be great to share for people who may not have heard it, was the interviewing the, the rugby league wives. Oh, they, like they are just... Gold. Mrs. Coot, McCarthy and Raper. Can you describe a bit about that? Yeah, yeah, I saw that, yeah. Uh, They're just of a a different era of our time. They absolutely loved everything it was about rugby league. They all grew up in rugby league households, so then they happened to marry men who became rugby league royalty. And the drunken shenanigans? The drunken shenanigans, the fact that they were such good sports about all of it. Like their men would go off to Europe for four months (laughs) and play and Johnny Rape would be like, bye, and take their husbands. His pants were already off. They'd be crying. They'd have have babies, you know, newborn babies. They'd come back and they'd be five months old, you know, and, um, you know, and, and stuff like sitting outside the pub in the car, yeah. The while co- their boys are drinking merrily inside for as long as they want. Well, we this did, is after we, grand I mean, final really, wins. Yeah, yeah, 
No, 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 regular, regular. Yeah. So, so the like, cauliflower. Please, can you imagine the misses now? <laughs> the cauliflower <laughs> had tail rights on botany. We're doing gender coli- reveals yeah. on the field. Do you think that that would happen? <laughs> yeah, the cauliflower. Yeah. yeah. So just down the road from FBI Radio, yeah, where yeah. we broadcast on a Friday. Can someone take some chips out to the, and, to, the to my partner? And, and well, it was always heartwarming to think that the two teams, South and St George, would go and have a drink up, but. The, as was revealed on your show, mm. they put all the kids in one car <laughs> and the wives in the other. And, and uh, talk about another yeah. world. And then, and then when they were all away on Aussie Australia kangaroo tours, they'd all get together. All the women would get together for weeks on end and like have sleepovers and all the kids would be together. And the other part that I loved is that they'd all have grand final jersey swaps up, you know, as you yes. do now, but back the, then. The wives would. No, no, sorry. Oh. The, the players would swap the jerseys at full time and then they'd just keep them up in the cupboard and then the kids would run up, yeah. put, them, put on, them on and wash the car on the weekend in Reg Gazzini's jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, as you do, or Graham Langland. Oh, like, I'm oh, like, yeah. oh, and then none of them have anything left. None, none of them have no, any memorabilia because no. it wasn't a out. thing then. That's right. Yeah, yeah. No also, one back held then, on to it. You couldn't go to Lowe's or Rebel Sport and buy the, the replica jersey. The, like, mm. Only the players had the jerseys. Yeah. The fans didn't and have them. And now Johnny Raper's wife has one of Johnny's jerseys. That one. Right? That's it. And there were yeah. great pictures of the touring kangaroos and their blazers and the little pork pie oh. hats. And one of the pictures you put up had Don Lane in the background as yeah, well, who yeah. is the and number one yeah. rabbit booster. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I play basketball with his son. Now, can I say, have you collected anything? Have you snaffled a jumper or a cap or a... Oh, I think I've, I've got a few blues, um, special pit blues, and um, <laughs> all the kids have everything. Do they? I feel like I've been lucky enough to get sent heaps of drag and stuff for the kids just yeah. to, like, make yeah, yeah. sure that yeah. they're not going to defect in any other direction. And we've got the pool room. So we've got yeah. some incredible pieces downstairs or a lot of frame things signed from 2010 mm. and then some even more vintage things from back in the 11 in a row right. era. Did, yeah. did you hear that, boys? Yeah. Did you hear that? Yeah. 2010. Uh, now, 11 in a row. Now, let's talk about 2010, yeah. Just I, tell me about your emotional Can I simply say, yeah. never before, never, never again. again, thank God. <laughs> well, I did a newsroom shift the day of the 2010. You were um, I was at Fox Sports News in mm. the newsroom in studio with oh, no. no windows. That's but tough. I got off in time to get home. So we all made a pact as a family that we would get, we would have a huge party at our house to watch it together. You could walk in the party. Prepared. Yeah, so yeah. everything was done and then I went to work and then I came back and then it was everyone, even our friends that weren't Dragons fans knew that they had to come and be Dragons fans <laughs> that night because they, my husband is obsessed <clears throat> and in, since the, day, the year of his birth in 79, they yeah. hadn't won. Yeah, so, um, that's he, interesting to he, Yeah, so it was a whole family thing and then, um, you know, I've got incredible photos still. Videos weren't as big a thing as they are now, as crazy as that sounds in 2010, but um, lots of photo uh, evidence and then everyone went out straight afterwards yeah. um, and tried to party on into the night. But you know, we set fire to a car, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah um, yeah. but yeah, that was yeah, just an unbelievable feeling. And yes. um, you know, I feel like you carry that feeling of being a choker with the players, and that's how it felt for so long. Gee, they laid it on with the trail, though, didn't they? And 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 being <laughs> the journos, I mean, really, <laughs> and then being at, at the games when like I'd be around fellow Dragons fans and they would be laying yeah. into the players because there were so many years of yeah. we should have won. One of my favourite moments: won. that little play in front of the the field goal is going to come. The field goal is coming. Pick up the ball straight over for a try, and everyone's watching Jamie Soward. Mm. Love that. Yeah. Love that. Just rubbing their nose in it. Yeah. <laughs> over over that over those many many years of desolation and. Despair. Is that right, Chris? <laughs> Ninety nine oh, is man. the one that got away. All the others probably yeah. by rights. Yeah, don't no, you no, were, no, 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 no. Two thousand and nine, they finished 
top of no, the No, I'm saying in the grand final though. No, 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 exactly. But you, when you get, when you, you know you're the best team all year and you just stuff it in the four weeks of the finals, that mm. so makes no, you feel but sick. That's not, that, but that's not choking. Don't say it's choking because uh, that will be, sorry. I, I have to say 2005, <laughs> one of my happy memories of yeah. getting on to me was playing you guys in the qualifying final. Exactly, but this is this is the year. that, that I was there yeah, crying, that, leaving Allianz Stadium uh, with my whole family. But, like, but, that's horrible, you, that feeling. You, you could never actu- forget that. You could actually yeah. see it in the body language. Like, Brett Hodgson ran out, how good is this, smiling, laughing. We were up, and they just you, St. George just seemed to carry the weight of expectation yeah. in that particular day. I don't buy it. I, I, 2010, as soon as the Roosters were the first team through, I knew we had clinched it. I yeah, knew the, exactly the biggest we game was against the Tigers. Yeah, yeah, I was, was I could strange. not sit still. I, I was, was at ANZ. I was like, I'm going to vomit. I was walking up to the, <laughs> up the concourse. <laughs> I was like, I can't watch. I can't watch. We're going to lose this again. Uh, it's going to. It's all. I was over. sitting next to Barry O'Farrell and his family. They were like death. Drinking as, soon, as soon as they won that, I knew we. I knew right. they'd won we the had grand it. final. Yeah, yeah right. it was I went just down getting the, over that. Went down the opera house when they had the fan day. Took my kid. Glorious day. Prancing around, man. We got it. We got it. God, I'm almost wishing you guys win another comp. It means that much. Never seen Stephen so happy. What about you? You might have a go this year. I didn't go because I want to be with all my friends as well. Yeah. So we had a party about Normally Stephen's only happy when someone else is miserable. That gives him joy. But here it is. <laughs> No, there is. You know, it was a decade ago, though. Yeah. Like, and it's been a misery. Oh, now he's come down. Now he's come down. I'm bringing you back down. Yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> we'll have a break now. It's getting very hot in here. It we'll be back cool. in a minute with Lara Pitt and us. Fire up. Thompson. Oh, down the middle. Hasn't affected him, Cross that report. Maybe it's fired him up. Okay, uh, we are back here with Fire Up the Quiet Australia. This should be Mad Tuesday. It's yes. zip, quiet, nothing happening. But <laughs> we still have a week to go. As far as we know. As far as we know. <laughs> they may disobey the overlord, Vlandis, and come up with some nonsense. Let's hope Maybe so. something under a tree at Moore Park. I think it's been Pretty such bad. a season of have and have-nots. The have-nots are all just got their tails between their legs. I can't find the... Zest and the desire to party right now. I don't know. Mm. Stephen, I know I'm a bit of a commercial... And you love your pizza. Font. You love your pizza. I love my pizza. And last week, Alex Donnelly told us how much he loved Doughboy Pizza. Yeah. If you go into doughboypizza.com.au, enter the code FIREUP, 20% off. How much? 20% off. Do you see that? 20% off. It was almost like... It was almost like they were paying me to have the pizza to watch the Broncos win the wooden spoon last week. <laughs> Alex has a cause, by the way. I just want to give it a quick shout-out. It's called Say It Out Loud. He's doing an event at the Batten Ball Hotel on the 7th of November. Yeah. Get on Facebook, find out about it. It's for male mental health. And we really want to thank Alex for doing that, and he's associating this cause with living. I'm starting to feel like a bit of a victim being male. No one's touching that, Stephen. <laughs> Let's leave that one. Well, you... <laughs> Off it goes. Help the men. But... <laughs> Doughboy Pizza have really been fantastic to have them on board. We're going to have a competition for the next four weeks. Ooh. So you leave your email when you order, and yeah. if, if you put fire up, you go into the draw, oh, yeah. and the winner gets to come in and broadcast here at the Budgie Smuggler Studios and yeah. meet the Batuta Advocate got yeah. by, yes. have some pizza, and do our grand final rap show. <laughs> Wonderful. So And please. make sure you order the cheesy garlic bread. Cheesy garlic bread. Because it is seriously yeah, yeah. to die for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have to wear Budgie Smugglers? Uh, yes, that'll be part of it, and uh, we'd love to see you <laughs> after the grand final, and that's by getting on doughboypizza.com.au, yeah. ordering Fire Up, 20% off. Johnny Keldoulis has done that, and he had this to say. You can customise your kid's pizza with 53 different toppings, but he only needed two, ham and pineapple. Of course. <laughs> Gluten-free bases. He said essential for our family to present, prevent the wife from breaking out in hives. Mm-hmm. You can pre-order early in the afternoon. It comes when you want it. 
Uh, best of all, in these financially troubling times, the 20% off discount, only negative, no West Tigers pizza on the menu. Yeah, that's <laughs> not, not necessarily yet. a negative. You, no, you, no, you partake in, haven't you? Well, what would Sunday. be on the West Tigers uh, it'd be meat. Something a bit. Something that might make you choke. Something that. Uh, <laughs> there'd be, I suspect there'd be, yes. there'd be nine. There'd be nine meat. ingredients. There'd yes. be nine <laughs> ingredients. Yes. About thirteen this year. Something would be a bit off. Yeah, something, <laughs> a bit off. <laughs> yeah, there'd be a bus. Bit soft. There'd be tire tracks across the top as the bus is left. And a little bit bitter at the end. All right, yeah, I'm sorry, bit. I shouldn't have gone there. But it'd be a good yeah. pizza, I'm sure. No, I had on, on Sunday night after I finished work. I, I thought, gee. Doughboy's on the way home, and I'm going to watch the replay. I'm going to, I've, I've IQ'd the Raiders yeah. Storm game. So the Raiders the Sammy, reserve great team. The Sammy Williams triumph. Oh, the Sammy Williams 100% victory rate as captain. How many other captains can say they have a 100% winning rate? Sammy Williams can say it. Sammy Williams played. No one made anything of this. The first time without headgear. He's never played without headgear before. Becomes captain, takes off the headgear, scores a try, kicks six goals, wins the game. So you, anyway, you, I went home. Yeah, Sorry, you, I thought you about Doughboy. I've got sidetracked There's nothing better than sitting on the couch with a Doughboy pizza, a Doughboy ginger beer, and whoever texted in last week mentioned the cookies. The white chocolate and macadamia Holy cookies. Holy snapping ducks. <laughs> Those are very good. Those are great. And got a salad as well. So you can get yes, the greens, get the veg, you know, get good stuff in there. You, you want the Greek. You have Sammy Williams on text, don't you? Yes. He also has taken out an AVO on you, is that yes. right? Yes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sammy is the only current first grade player who has been to my show. That, that yeah. talks to me. That has been to my show. <laughs> He's the only one. And with God, any luck. I, I, I remember for about 10 years of fire up back at FBI, the only footy player we had on, and forgive me, like, uh, Kennedy, Martin Kennedy, the snake guy, right? Martin Kennedy. <laughs> the snake on the planes. Yeah. The evil. There, there is a thing. There's quite demonstrable fire up curse. It doesn't necessarily. Oh yeah. 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 It doesn't necessarily. Yeah, go out of when Ben Mendelsohn came on, he skyrocketed in America oh, afterwards. Yeah, yeah. One Emmys. <laughs> One Emmys. Hello. Todd Greenberg. Yeah. Yeah. Brendan Cal, Avatar. Come yeah, on. Well, yeah. he's with James Cameron now. David Gallup. David Gallup. Uh, uh, well, he, look, uh, he's, he's maintained, hasn't he? <laughs> um, listen, um, can I just say, look, we, we, I have to say it, Cameron Smith, can I say it again? Yes. Cameron, Cameron Smith. Smith. Yes, evil man in rugby league. Entity. He apparently has been teaching this Brandon, is that his name? Brandon yes. Smith? Blockage. He's a little grub, isn't he? <laughs> isn't he a little grub? Can I just say, did you watch that Max Kin tackle? Do you follow him on social media? I'd, I might. I, I think. Even you, I, about. I mean, I think you just got to like get I'll, with the youngins. I want to get an ABO. because he's a cool guy on <laughs> yeah, social. He's, he's got a bit right. of a real following. Can he's, I just he's say? A, he's I got, think you'd like. He's him. got quite the backstory too mm. of coming over here as a child and being billeted up in North. Like there, there's, there's a that's a very dedicated. Okay, they played the Dragons man. on on Sunday. Yes, right. So you obviously you're hate just him. Judging Max King, his football. Max yeah. King, yes. No, he's judging that he doesn't play for the Dragons. Come Prowler. Bend the guy over, nearly snapped something, and then got up and gave him a push and then another bit of lip just to add a little bit of spice to it all. Mm. That is enough for me. Blake Laurie was your guy, and it looked pretty nasty. But I don't know. Brandon Smith, I mean, first of all, he isn't a block of cheese anymore because he had the jaw. So he hasn't eaten for four weeks. So he's looking very, very He should get on some doughboy. hungry. Yeah. Lightly light tasty. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. He's just freaking hungry. He's yeah, angry. Crying yeah. West. Getting angry and angry. I'm hungry. Well, I mean, to answer your question, there's that, there's that Thai meal called the crying tiger. That would be what it would be. Like, it's a beef thing. It would be a crying tiger pizza because, let's face oh, it, we're crying. That's Thai food, right? Oh, wow. How did we get there? Yeah. But, but yeah. that's the doughboy pizza because he's just realised. Yeah, but, that's Brandon Smith. Whoa. But if Brandon Smith... Um, wants to come in for Harry Grant. We're more than happy to welcome him right. in over at Concord, Leichhardt, oh. Bankwest Stadium and Campbelltown. <laughs> but but uh, the hip drop thing worries me. Yeah. I mean, 
where do you? I mean, obviously, uh, Supercoach Bellamy was somewhat affronted. Lara, as if he can play dumb. Is it? He's just. I mean, everything they do has been worked to it an inch of its life. We know that. We know Bellamy is that fierce in what he does. I love this. I love this chat because I get this from the husband at do home. You? That you know, when you're such a diehard fan, yeah, you yeah. cannot possibly imagine that Craig Bellamy is not back there in Melbourne, just like actually. In a dark room yeah. with players teaching them how to, yeah, the to dark do arts. Yeah, 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 yeah. He actually yeah. just plugs them in. They've got a scuzzy yeah. thing on yeah. the back. Robotics. Plugs them in. Yeah. Petri dish. Of course they do. Of course DNA. they do. They're the storm. They're disgusting. They Biological weapons facility. Grubby. How can any team win in <laughs> the second year of existence? We'll just, we'll just get that grab out. We'll just cut that out of socials. That'll be perfect. Take it out of context. No, it's beautiful. I can take everything you've said in this whole thing out of context because your sense of humor, I'm like, whoa. You might remember, and this is, I don't remember all the details these boys do, but, um, Jason Riles, I think it was Jason Riles in the scrum against Hi Melbourne. Hi me, the robot. I think he laid one in and it just blew the whole game apart and it rattled them because they're not used to being rattled that way. Mm. Uh, I do think that Bellamy is in complete control of everything they do. Oh. Yeah. I would challenge you. I know he's a nice guy. To come face to face with Craig, <laughs> Craig again, and say, say that. do you yeah. train your players to intentionally harm with those tackles. Oh, I think you'd, you'd find he'd, he'd be getting up from the desk well, and walking to the back of the room and going yeah. to his swearing corner if he did that because he, he <laughs> well, would take of, some yeah. umbrage with it. Chicken wing? Yeah, the rolling pin. The rolling pin, the prowler. And the, this else? isn't a tackle, but the, let's not forget the Cameron Smith wing nut when he... Yeah, the wing nut. The wing nut. <laughs> <finally> <laughs> if, that's, if that's what set off this time so last, last year. year. Yeah, yeah, well, now the wrestle. But I mean, well, I, I think technically the the term is rubbish on the face. Rubbish on, rubbish the, on face, the face, exactly that's right. <laughs> but that's probably, a long time ago now. Wasn't it? There's a lot of, t- I mean, there's a lot of Melbourne chat because it's that time of year. But <laughs> Bellamy was affronted about the the wrestling and also whether he was in talks with Brisbane, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's interesting. He was talking about him, like Cameron Smith today said. The man's 64, he's entitled to put his feet up. Yes. You know, he's nowhere near Wayne's. Have age. you been to the Sunshine Coast? But this is the thing. They're sort of talking about he likes the climate. Is he like the white shoe brigade? Is he going to Florida? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was he vote Republican? I reckon they've had a ball up there I on bet the Sunshine they yeah, Coast. Yeah, yes. They've yeah. just... They've all, they all rock up to Sydney to their games yeah. and they've all got a tan. What stays in the like bubble? They all look super What relaxed. happens in the bubble stays in the bubble? Yeah, but they're, well, right, they're in, twi- are they in a resort. They're yeah. a resort with oh, their families. Yeah. We, we've been talking for years that they should take a precinct in Sydney and just do- dedicate it to rugby league, yeah, yeah. right? Just put everyone there, then <laughs> the your properties would be Silver water totally contained. Yeah, yeah. We're seeing the prototypes for it right now. It's happening, now. it's I happening, mean, yeah. I mean, you're crazy if you want to. The biggest thing that happens is Christian Welsh invites someone back to the hotel. Yeah. And that's... Oh, that's all that happens. Yes. And then he misses two games of rugby league. So and, and, and being Christian yeah. Welsh, it was probably for a history discussion or something, right? Because <laughs> he's that sort of guy. He's, he's pretty academic. <laughs> he was humiliated by the scandal. He was pretty upset, wasn't Very he? Very humiliated. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that this has been bad for Melbourne, for the, all the bosses that are stuck back in Melbourne. They're watching them have a great old time. Ooh, Brisbane are descent. close by. You, yeah. Yes, you're saying they're, how much... They're, they're infiltrating, going, oh, how nice. You're having a great old time. Yes, Why yes, don't you yes. come up here full yeah. time? Well, well, Sunshine Coast storms. Yeah. How yeah. good does it sound? Well, I mean, it is part of their... Mystique, let's put it that way, that they've convinced all these guys that Melbourne is a great city, and now yeah, they're realizing they're twigging. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe not. Well, there's the whole Lane thing. so okay, good for so much. A cup of coffee's okay. I want some sunshine. Some well, they palm can't. Trees, that's the thing. They can't go to the laneway for a cup of coffee. You take that away from Melbourne. It's got. Then they're, they're now seeing the truth of the Melbourne. Truth revealed. Dire. <laughs> Dour. See, so, I'm very conscious of the time. Yes, we have to. But, but there is one highlight that comes out of your wonderful season being St George Illawarra Dragons towards the end of the game against the Melbourne Reserve Grade team. I'll give it a rest. I think this George team was really experienced. I mean, really. Including, no, yeah, yeah, but that is your first great team. Including, <laughs> including, you name the team. Including my favourite new player, Nico Hines, who is yeah. Heath Ledger. I mean, that man is so handsome. Yeah, but, it, it, but there's also, you said Aaron, is it Aaron Hull or Aaron... Aaron Booth? 
Aaron Booth. He looks like he's like got the Ingwie J. Malmsteen sort of eyebrows or, or you know, mm-hmm. Betancourt. They could make a Scando heavy rock band with what? The, what, the hair, yeah. the looks. I the reckon chis- it was a, the, you could hang an empire off those cheekbones. A fair match, that game, and we won. You, you did win. <laughs> yeah. what, what, what worries me is I know who Ingwie Malmsteen and who Nuno Betancourt is. But anyway, but there was and, one. And do you disagree with me? No, not at all. Not at all. There's one beautiful moment. We have audio of our favourite referee, yeah. Gus uh, Gould's favourite. If only it could be eight of these men refereeing or yeah. women every yeah. round. And by the way, NRLW is starting this week. Yes. We should point out difficulties with defining their bubble, and it seems. Can we say farewell, Gavin Badger? Gavin Badger. Gavin, we... Gavin Cooper. Yeah, oh, the Gavins. Yeah, let's, let's say well the Gavins. Gavins. But let's hear uh, Chechen call one of the great moments in rugby league and how he saw it. Yeah. It's a... Initially, comes off a melon. Then the player... <laughs> In an offside position, grabs the ball, so it constitutes a penalty. So kick comes off a melon, yep. comes back to another melon, yep. goes forward. Double foul. Don't touch it. And I mentioned <laughs> my uh, colleague Big T, who's a rugby league referee, sort of thing in the Balmain Birchgrave district. And he, he he pulled me up the other day because I said it's not in the rule book, ref. And he goes, it's the laws. And if you actually Ooh. go to Law Thirty Five. Point three paragraph G, <laughs> you actually find a reference to when a ball comes off a melon. Is that right? That's right. As called a melon. And Chechen nailed it. Nailed it, yes, yes. <laughs> he was quoting the good book, <laughs> the melon. He also called a knock on a doodah. Uh, See if he's done the old doodah over right the line Right now, there. predictions now, we're into the finals. It's a whole new competition. Did you know that? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How does that happen? Who is going to win? I'm at Panthers Friday night, and Same. I am going. Are you there? The, it won't be cold this Friday like it has been. Oh. For the last it is week. Mount Everest. How, how good has the crowd been out there? The yeah. crowd noise out there. Seven thousand this week. Oh. They've increased the capacity. I guess if you've won fifteen straight, you're kind of up and about and yeah, <laughs> ready yeah. to make noise. So you're saying Panther, Penrith. I haven't gone. I haven't done this yet. Do you know how it take? I sit. I sit on this for a long time. But so, okay, I'm going to say. I'm going to say Penrith based on the. The momentum and yeah. all the excitement at the foot of the mountains, and they're at home, yeah. and the Roosters. I still think it'll be close. I don't think that we are mm. going to get another. No, I think it's going to be a cracker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's going to be super fast. Mm. Be awesome. Yeah. Wow. Jake Friend not playing, so that's a big loss for them because they don't have a dummy half. Really, they've got young dummy halves. Freddie, Lara, we think... won't see that. The Jake Friend salute. Oh, the angel. The angel. The angel. The angel. <laughs> he likes the angel. He just has every ball. The big angel wings come up. When he's looking for a penalty. No, he's, he's, oh, yeah. he's listening it's, for the oh, oven yeah, bell. He's definitely yep, not happy. Yep, yep, <laughs> yeah, it's got it. I think right. he's just got really tight. Yeah, the <laughs> traps. The traps are really <laughs> tight. <laughs> he can't, yeah. He's got an imbalance. I, for one, am happy for that. <laughs> Can I give a prediction? <laughs> My prediction? Yeah, your prediction? Uh, uh, Penrith. Yes? Yep. Panthers. This is to win the comp, or is this just on no, Friday night? I thought this is Friday night. Oh, you're going to have the comp. We're not going to get Lara in before the, the grand oh, final. I was just talking Friday night. Oh, okay. yeah, the only team that's going to beat the Raiders is the Raiders. Oh, beat themselves. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, by the way, by the way, if there's anything that's upset me this week, it's the fact that the South won by so much so that every pundit can tell you, do you know that no team has won an NRL premiership having been beaten by 50? <laughs> yeah. So Raiders... Okay, for the whole thing. Yeah, the oh, whole thing. wait, like seriously. Shit, no. Steve. I'm going to go Penrith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I and think the whole the, thing Storm. The forces storm, of good. And I, and I'm the roost, evil team. I'm roosters. Your, there you go. Yeah. And this will, this will preempt um, a Joe Biden win. Yeah. The world, the world is spinning on its axis yeah. now. We're all coming good. Yeah. I'm yeah. saying Storm win, Cameron retires. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Brandon holds and, up the and shield. And Trump wins. <laughs> and Trump <laughs> wins, yeah. Of course he does. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, Lara. We really Pleasure. Sweating it up, but love it. Very nice of you to come in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we did put you under pressure there, didn't we? Tremendous <laughs> work that you do every week, and uh, we, the broader rugby league community, say thank you. Thank you. And... 
you know, given given that we've been providing a lot of consumer information today, the last bit of consumer information, we're going to go out with a song, Dennis. Yes, we are. And um, I do want to say just how good is it that Canberra have got the milk back as a sponsor? Oh, yes. Front jersey sponsor. I am seriously, Santa is going to fill my sack with... What, what about the uh, lactose intolerant people? Are we getting soy, almond, oat? A lot. And what is, all it, what is it with, with Canberra and their relationship to China? First it was Huawei, and then, then they were coming over here to raid the milk, but now they can't. Now milk, yeah. milk shares have gone it's up. It's Canberra, What's going on? It's Canberra. It's Canberra. Spice City. It's federal. Come on. <laughs> and a lime milk, yeah? Oh, no, gee, what I should mention, I've got a show coming up. Yes, that's official announcement. That that's is why. October 21, Paddington RSL, the first time outside oh, the Bridge Hotel in Sydney. Oh, that's great. Wow. Yeah. Um, it's limited, safe, limited to 100 tickets because of COVID, yeah. but uh, playing at the Paddo Lounge on Wednesday, the Wednesday before the grand final. So it'll be the only show for 2020. Wow. Didn't have a whole lot booked, had to cancel them, funny enough, yeah. but there'll be one show. And I thought to take us out tonight, I'll, I'll play a song off the album, which is it's going to be the album launch as well yeah. at this show. And, uh, you know, Apollo, Project Apollo the, was put together by Wayne Jr. Pierce, and I've got a song dedicated to Wayne Jr. Pierce. Is that with Pierce. a little help from Craig Gower? <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> Goodbye. See ya. Bye. Thanks, Lara. <laughs> <laughs> he loved him.